Hello everyone, I'm Ben Clements. I'm Nellie Rabbit. I'm Sarah Hendrickson. And I'm Anna Hendrickson. This is In a Nutshell. Our first topic for this episode is going to be the whole Turkey and Syria situation. So first of all, who are the Kurds? They are the fourth largest ethnic group in West Asia. They are in Southeast Turkey, Northwest Iran, Northern Iraq, Northeastern Syria, and Southwestern Armenia, and they are 20% of Turkey's population. But, you know, Turkey invaded Syria to get to the Syrian Kurds, and why did they do that? Why did they not like them? Well, Turkey sees a Kurdish-controlled area so close to their border as a threat, and they think it could be a haven for people fleeing from Turkey. So, like, what do you guys think about this? I mean, this essentially, well, this happened right after the U.S. pulled their troops out of Syria at that border. I think that it was a bad idea to pull the troops out. Like, I know we want to get our troops out of the Middle East, but anytime we do, something bad starts happening again. There's more fighting. Like, we're not there because we don't like Middle Easterns. We're not there to kill them all. We're there to keep the peace between them. Yeah, I wonder if there was anything um, that kind of, like, gave a hint to, like, Turkey invading. Like, I wonder if there was, like, any hint of it, like, happening. Like, if he would have done something differently if he knew that that was going to happen or if he did know that was going to happen. And the he I'm talking about is Trump, just to clarify. I mean, I kind of see both sides of this argument a little bit. I mean, on the one hand, it was probably a really bad idea that Trump pulled the troops out. But on the other hand, he's, like, just trying to keep a campaign promise to pull troops all out of the Middle East. So, I mean, I kind of see both sides. Although, I personally think that kind of a thing isn't a campaign promise you should make. I think that's him trying to get people on his side. Yeah. Because it sounds good, but the reality is when we do that fights start breaking out again and there's no one that's gonna come in to try and stop it although putin did come in to try and take that territory that the u.s left which is interesting i feel like that would have been bad yeah and the fact that we're gone so now there's fighting we can't well, it's a dicey situation for us <laughs> if we try to go back in there and stop it because we're allies with both turkey and the Kurds in Syria. So what do we do if we go back in to stop it? I mean, I don't know if we... That's a really... looks like a really hard question to answer because it is sort of a mess that's like partly on us, I feel like, because we pulled out the troops. But then, you know, we're allies for both sides. And that just makes me wonder, does that mean that um, Turkey and the Kurds, I guess, were the other people like were they not allies already i guess yeah because typically you don't go after someone that's like you don't go after someone that your ally is allies with Mm -hmm. i find that very interesting so like if we go back in like what are we gonna do we can't like fight one side or the other yeah i feel like turkey likes to keep turkey a turkish nation because we go we look back in history you know they tried to kick out all the Armenians that were living in Turkey. And now they're like, 
going after the Kurds in their enemy country, even though they have Kurds in their own country, they're not necessarily doing anything about them at the moment. It's very much a uh, nationalist pride country. It's all about Turkey, yeah. I think. So that is essentially what's going on with the whole Turkey and Syria situation and our thoughts as teenagers on it. Okay, so our second topic for this segment is Jim and Pam's 10th wedding anniversary. So, I'm going to do a quick rundown of the history of Jim and Pam. At the beginning of the office, Jim was single and Pam was engaged to Roy. And they were great friends, but nothing was going to happen because Pam was engaged. And later down the road, Jim decides to kiss Pam. And then Pam calls off her wedding with Roy and doesn't tell Roy why, but she refuses to be with Jim. So Jim takes a job at a different branch of Dunder Mifflin, and he meets a girl there and starts dating her. And eventually that branch gets absorbed by the Scranton branch. So Jim comes back, and Pam's like, oh, hey, Jim. And Pam's single, right? But... Jim comes back with a girlfriend. So at Phyllis and Bob's wedding, Pam and Roy get back together. But later down the road, they're at a pub, poor Richards, and Pam finally tells Roy that while they were engaged before, Jim kissed her. And that's why she called off the wedding. And so Roy comes into the office one day to try to beat up Jim, but Dwight pepper sprays him and everything, and it's a whole big deal, and Karen's thinking, hmm, am I upset that a guy came to beat up my boyfriend for kissing his fiance that he has a history with? And Jim and Karen end up breaking up, and pretty much right after their breakup, Jim and Pam start dating. Finally. Yes. (laughs) So later on, you know, they get engaged. They're at the company picnic, and Pam hurts her ankle playing volleyball. And they go to the hospital, and that's when Jim finds out that she's pregnant. And then they get married at Niagara Falls. And their relationship ends up going through some turbulence a lot later down the road after they've had two kids Jim takes a starts a a company with his friends in Philly but they live in Scranton so that caused major turmoil for their relationship and they didn't see how they were going to get through it but they did and towards the end of the show they were happy again and had gotten through their differences and everything that caused their problems. So Jim and Pam's 10th wedding anniversary was not too long ago, so that is why we are talking about them today. And what are your guys' favorite Jim and Pam moments? 
personally, I really like um, a relationship between two people like that. You know, they're in love, but they are able to joke with each other and stuff. And I, I honestly don't remember if this happened before they were together or after. I think it was before. And Jim um, had found out that Andy was really interested in Pam and was encouraging him to, you know, flirt with Pam. And it was just really funny stuff that he was saying. And Pam had absolutely no idea at first, but then realized it later on. It was just really funny. And they were able to joke about that. And I really, I just really enjoyed that moment. I personally like that they were like really close friends for a long time before they ever ended up together. And to me, that's like the best way that things can go. Because you have you've built such a solid foundation and then known each other for years before you ever became a couple, so usually you don't have as bad of problems because you've already gotten through like each other's fundamental issues and stuff. I think my favorite moment was when before they were together, and it was like at the beginning of an episode where uh, Jim was trying to convince Dwight that he could like make stuff move, you know. And Dwight was like, okay, then make that coat rack move. And then, like, it moved. And then you find out later that Pam had, like, used an umbrella to, like, pull it back and forth. And I just like the fact that, like, she had his back and she knew what was going to happen. So she helped him a lot. I love that part. Yeah, I think my favorite part is when they go to the hospital and he finds out that she's pregnant. I'm like, if you look, the look on his face, the way he hugs her, it's all just so adorable. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like how every girl wants their partner to react when they oh, for sure. tell them that they're pregnant. Oh, please, yes. Because he was like crying happy tears and giving her the biggest hugs. And it was all smiles. It's so cute. Yeah. I do. I have a serious question for you guys. I saw this on online a few days ago. But which do you think was Jim and Pam's like, first kiss? There was that one moment after like oh, yeah. it was like the, during the, the gala Dun- the dundies i remember and the there was the dundies when was pam drunk. was, was pam was very drunk and kissed jim and jim was like oh my you know <laughs> i like you but i can't do anything about this and then later after oh, the gala <laughs> as michael says engaged ain't married yeah <laughs> i think that's like one of the wisest things michael ever said in the show because yeah. so if true. he hadn't said that who knows if jim would have kept on trying yeah mm-hmm but what do you think was their first kiss? The one after the the gala thing or at the Dundies? <laughs> I <laughs> casino night. <laughs> I think um the one after casino night was the yeah, like genuine one cuz they were both sober. Yeah. And I mean, it meant it even if Pam was like oh. and at the Dundies she was like plastered, so yeah. She was sipping off of people's drinks, like letting the ice melt <laughs> and then drinking it back up. Second drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another one of my favorite parts is their wedding when um, her veil tore and she was like, Jim, I need you. So they went and talked and he cut his tie and then he had a backup plan of them getting married on a boat at Niagara Falls. And I thought that was pretty cute that they went and did that and they were late to their own wedding ceremony because they were doing that Mm -hmm. and then all their co-workers did the whole dance thing that they saw on youtube at someone's wedding like dance down the aisle yeah even though jim and pam specifically asked them not to do it but it ended up really great 
yeah, I really like how they just ended up like they just kind of they didn't get mad about it. They just like laughed along with it, and like I just feel like they didn't really care anymore because like what really mattered was that they got married. Yeah. It didn't matter how they got married. It's just that they got married, and they already did because they wanted the boat, and that was really that was really sweet. I enjoyed that part. But I also really like I really liked when Jim cut his tie to be <laughs> equal with Pam's torn veil. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good moment. We will be talking about a TV show that almost everyone knows about. It is the one and the only Friends. Friends is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, and we are going to share with you some of our favorite moments. I think my favorite moment was when Ross was wearing those leather pants and they were chafing or something. So he put baby powder in them so because ma- he thought maybe it would help. And then... After that, he tried washing the baby powder off with water, and it just made it into a paste, and he just comes out of the bathroom going, <laughs> it's all pasty, and crying and stuff. And he po- David Schwimmer did a great job yeah. doing that part. I think, well, he did a great job playing Ross. No one else could have played Ross. I don't really have a favorite friend's moment, but... Chandler is definitely my favorite character. For sure. Oh yes. Oh yeah. We totally. love Chandler. Yeah, there was a poll a couple years ago about like who who people's favorite friend was and Chandler won. Oh really? That's yeah. cool. I think my favorite um probably favorite episode of all time is the one where everyone finds out. It's the one in the beginning where Phoebe's like Monica and Chandler or Chandler Monica, Chandler and Monica Chandler, Chandler and Monica. Monica and then it's they're like trying to prank them and everything like you they're know get out them so Phoebe was hitting on Chandler and then they totally found out and like my favorite line Everyone from the episode was definitely was um they don't know that we know they know we know that was a great line I felt like they just they have really good writing for the <laughs> show like comedic um, comedic timing is good everything about it is just I like when Phoebe goes, I'm really bendy. Yes. <laughs> I'm really bendy. That's good. That's you're trying to mess with us? <laughs> they don't know that we know they know we know. And there were several things about the show that were not scripted. Like, if you look on, like, facts on Instagram, there's, like, certain things that, like, mo- like, Ch- like David hands to Chandler that were, like, not scripted, and they just kept in there because it made sense. So yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, I remember, actually, I um, saw something on Instagram. It was, um, there was an episode where, it was, like, a few episodes after Emily and Ross had broken up or whatever, <laughs> and um, Emily called Ross and Ross started freaking out and this unscripted moment was like when Ross was like running around the room frantically just like oh my god it's Emily he picked up the lamp and handed it to Matthew Perry Chandler and so Matthew Perry's like reaction was genuine because that wasn't scripted and it was just really funny I just I love how they just 
add things of their own in mm-hmm. there. Uh, my favorite episode is the one the morning after when uh, Chandler, Phoebe, Monica, and Joey are locked in Monica's room yeah. with nothing but wax. wax, like wax. While <laughs> Ross and Rachel are like taking up the whole apartment with their argument about Ross going and hooking up with another girl when they were on a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um what are some of your favorite like um recurring lines or moments or whatever like you know when Joey says how, how you, you doing, doing? <laughs> <laughs> like there's a bunch of those in that show and it's great. Um Monica's high pitch. I, I know. know! <laughs> and there are a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ch- Janice's oh yeah. my god. god. Chandler Bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great just yeah her laugh i used to be able to do her laugh really i have a friend that does it so perfectly and does her like accent and like everything janice perfectly and i'm janice yeah janice is great i love when um chandler was trying to break up with her and he ended up having phoebe having phoebe do it because he just couldn't figure out how to break up with her Mm -hmm. i love how like every part in the show where like chandler is either like trying to find someone to date or like has someone to date janice just like pops up and just like comes <laughs> back into the show like when yeah when chandler's talking to that mystery woman like on his like computer and they finally meet up it's janice like and i like, just like yeah. love how she comes back into the show constantly and in the end when chandler <laughs> and monica buy a house oh, and janice yeah. is their neighbor <laughs> yeah i was definitely just like i felt like that was the ultimate return of janice was when she was <laughs> looking into the house next door to them and that was just yeah that was good. And then he somehow convinced her to move by, like, pretending he still had feelings for her. But wasn't she married? Yeah. Yeah, she was married, and she and got was super creeped too. out. Yeah. So when, when did you think, um, like, when, we were wa- when you were watching the show, when did you know that, the, that Friends was, you know, a hit and, like, good, in your opinion? Probably by the third season, um, especially the second one where, like, no one's ready. And, like, they're oh, all yeah. running around the apartment, and Monica keeps, like, trying to call Richard and Phoebe, like, has the <laughs> hummus land on her dress, and Rachel can't figure out what she wants to wear, and then, like, Joey and Chandler arguing over the chair, and, like, uh, Joey takes the cushions, which is, like, the essence yeah. of the chair, you know? Yeah. Could I be wearing any more clothes? clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, for me, I realized that the show was something when um, it was the first season. It was the uh, the one with the blackout. And you know Paolo. when <laughs> I'm stuck in an ATM vestibule <laughs> with Jill Gregor, Monica's like, "What?" And he goes, "Just put Joey on the phone. Joey will know." And then Joey, Joey, like, understood it right away. Oh my God, he's stuck in an ATM vestibule with Jill Gregor. And also the moment when um nobody is like realizes that um Ross and Rachel are in the balcony and they're just singing songs and you see Ross in the background Ross struggling with the cat yeah. on his shoulder. It was so funny. <laughs> I just that that was the moment I knew their friends was a good show and I wanted to keep watching. So I think like old like my parents' generation's like stunned that we're still watching the show. Yeah. Like, I don't think they realized how like sp- generational span was gonna be, like how big a show this was gonna be. Yeah, like Mrs. Schaefer keeps saying, like, I can't believe you guys like watch friends all the time. Like I, I can't believe you guys still watch that and stuff. And I'm just like, well, it's good. That's why. It's, it's a good. 90s. It's a show from the 90s, and it's good. So we're all going to watch it. Yeah. It's one of those things that relates to, like, any generation. Yeah. I don't know. What are some other memorable moments from the show that, you know, just everybody talks about? 
I mean, the first thing that came to mind when I asked that was the <gasps> Ooh, trifle. I know, I know, I know. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Ross said Rachel instead of Emily. At yeah. The yes, <laughs> Take the Rachel. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I've seen a lot like of memes <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, pivot. <laughs> pivot. Pivot. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram <laughs> yesterday. Brought back my memories. Favorite. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And then it ends up talking about Ross and Rachel how many times they, uh, you know. And Rachel's <laughs> like, you kept count. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite thing to watch with friends is the blooper reels. Yes. Um, the fa- my favorite bloopers from friends is when, you know, when Ross is playing the bagpipes and um, Phoebe is trying to sing along with the bagpipes and like nobody could keep it straight face because it was just it was so good like she just you know i like when phoebe's trying to teach joey french oh yeah i was actually just talking to someone about that the other day because um she teaches him how to say i am claude or like my name's claude which is jimapelt claude right and then he said jimapelt flower or something like that it was really weird it was funny and like he could say each word separately but when she had him put them together he just go I, I don't know. I recently just di- went through my second run of Friends, and I'm bored now. I don't know what to watch <laughs> on Netflix anymore because Friends just takes up yeah. a lot of my life. There have been times where I watched The Office all the way through and then finished it and started it over again and yeah. watched the whole thing. But I actually haven't watched Friends all the way through. You need to. Like, I've seen stuff in, like, the beginning, middle an end of the show but not like the whole entire thing i'm mm. thinking about it though i probably will you should you, you need should to. It's need to. It's <laughs> so the very end shot is the purple door yes at monica's apartment yes i definitely know the staple moments of the show but not all the tiny details like i know about the office um i think it's funny how like none of the friends know chandler's job and like when they when they were playing that game or whatever, they're on the apartment. Yeah, and they're like, "What is Chandler Bing's job?" And they just like, um, and then Rachel said "trans monster" or something <laughs> like that, and that's not even a word. Or that, yeah. or like when they're in Ross's apartment and they see uh, Monica and Chan- Chandler cross into Monica's apartment. And Fe- that's when Phoebe finds out yeah, about them, too. And yeah, we Ross comes in the room, and he's like, what are y'all screaming about? And they're just like, yay, all happy. Oh, my gosh. The and way Ross, like, when he, like, yay! he literally jumps and starts screaming, and that was the best thing. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> I love when he finally sees Chandler and Monica, because he's like, that's my sister. And he's, like, trying <laughs> to convince his boss or whatever that he doesn't have anger issues. Oh, but yeah. his boss is over while it's happening. Uh-huh. Ross is just like <laughs> exploding. Yeah, because a few episodes before was when he was like, "My sandwich, <coughs> my sandwich." It was so funny. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I feel like Ross, Ross out is of all, underrated. I think yeah, I think Ross out of all the friends is the most irritating, but it's a good character. <laughs> but you know, honestly, whatever. he's probably my second favorite yeah. character. Yeah, he's like almost as sarcastic as Chandler, but in a different way. Yeah, like not for humor, just how he is my favorite chancellor line is um i'm not good at the advice can i interest you in a sarcastic comment or something (laughs) something like that it was something like that (laughs) i like i like phoebe's wedding ross and chandler were fighting over who gets to be in the wedding because there was an open slot available um but then they realized they needed someone to hold the dog and ross was like ha i'll take that or whatever 
and then um you know the dogs end up being really gross and stinky and Ross like which is not happening and at the end um at the end of the episode you like see Ross like standing in the snow waiting for the dog to go to the bathroom and he's just sitting there like not even doing anything <laughs> it was so funny smelly cat mm. smelly cat what are they feeding you <laughs> that's a recurring thing we forgot yeah. about yeah. uh-huh yeah smelly cat's good Phoebe playing at curly hair <laughs> Little black, little black, little black, little black, little black curly hair. Phoebe singing is a recurring thing. Her Christmas song is good. Like, it's, um, Monica, Monica, have a happy Hanukkah. And then she goes on and it's like, because I don't sing it as well. armadillo. I'm a holiday armadillo. And then Chandler walks in as Santa. It's just funny. Great show. Or like Phoebe at the bookstore, and like they're like all these songs are kid friendly, and she's oh yeah about her grandma died. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Phoebe is like the best kind of eccentric. Yeah, like ever. She's so quirky. She's down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't realize. No quirky person realizes that they're quirky. I mean, she's just herself. She's not yeah. scared of being herself, and. I don't know. I think Phoebe is probably my favorite character. I like how when she was being a surrogate for her brother and his <laughs> wife, <laughs> when like she was at the hospital or whatever, and all she said was, "I'm having my brother's babies." Like she didn't, <laughs> she didn't explain the situation. <laughs> she just goes, "I'm having my brother's babies." And the yeah. look on that lady's, the receptionist's face. She's like, mm, <laughs> "Incest, yeah. Alabama." You know when Joey doesn't share food. Oh yeah, that was Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> I'm curvy, and, and I, I like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the parts with that one sister of Rachel's. Is that Rachel's only sister? No, um, she, she has she Jill and Amy. Amy. I think I'm thinking of Jill. Isn't that the one? No, wait. Amy's like the brat, and then is Amy, Amy the? Amy's the one who kisses Ross. I'm pretty sure. That's no, that's Jill. That's Jill. Yeah, Amy is the one that. I like the one who doesn't remember Emma's name. Yeah, Amy's <laughs> the one. Amy. That's Amy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun. Like, oh my gosh, Amy was so bad and then there was one time that um she said emma and rachel was like did you say emma and she goes oh i'm sorry emily and i was like (laughs) (laughs) whatever easy mistake the name emily brings up a sore subject (laughs) (laughs) oh that's bad or um the one where like they uh accuse monica of being ocd which she kind of is oh she definitely is 100 and she like picks up her shoes off the floor and then she's like wait I'm gonna leave these out here to prove that I'm not OCD. And yeah, she's like literally she's laying in bed, thinking about it. <laughs> she's literally laying in bed, like eyes wide open, like she can't fall asleep because her shoes are on the floor in the living room. Yeah, and she's like, maybe I can wake up early, bring them back in, and then put them back out there before everyone else wakes up. And then she realizes <laughs> she is a kook. I love that show. It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Timeless classic, honestly. Mm-hmm. And peop- years. So many people right now are saying that it's super overrated, but there are way more people than them who think it's amazing. So yeah. who's and right here? <laughs> and, you know, it's really sad because they're taking it off Netflix, so I won't be able to have access to watching it. But I hope that someday I can buy the actual like DVDs of them yeah. and just watch them on my own time. And that is all we have for you today. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye.